evening to you, God, you piece of work, <laughs> as I am your piece of work. And as for Tony, my toilet comrade, who is by himself, because, well, I'm on vacation. Listen, Tony, I, listen, I, I love you, man, but, you know, I have to go to the bathroom, so look, you know, I know, I know I'm going to put my cheeks on some stranger's porcelain seat, but just know, you're the man, my main flush. Anyway, Tony, my toilet comrade, you know what, he's a piece of work too, but he, actually, I, I, I'm just about to say that he's manufactured and I am not. But now that I think about it, actually, I mean, I too am manufactured at the DNA assembly line. Even have a, you know, a manufacturing date. But wait, wait, this is all, this is all, of course, my chatter, chatter, chatter. That is not why I brought up the piece of work reference. I clear my mind, focus. I want you to know that you, 100% flesh-free, that's you, God, are a piece of work. And I mean that in the most, well, in a nice way. By that, I mean that you have a wicked sense of humor. Yes, bordering on cruel. But cruel could often bring out a chuckle. Or a long, quiet smile. I mean, cue the slipping on the banana peel. I mean, come on, we all chuckle. So, there I was in a golf cart with Diane, my oldest son, and our luggage. We were being brought to our room, to our luxury room and luxury resort on the big island of Hawaii. Wait a minute, are our chats racking up that many coins? Hell no! My dear, generous brother-in-law, has been bringing us and others here for many years. God bless him. Again, there he was in the cart, driving on narrow paths, past lush tropical vegetation, and okay, okay, I was feeling a bit of, oh, look at me, I am to the man-born. Well, there you were, looking down at me and my inflated ego, thinking, yeah, you mean to the manure-born, don't you? The cart stopped to drop off my son and his luggage at his room. Everyone went in, and I sat in the car, but then, well, I don't know, I decided to go in, too. And that was your chance. You made sure my foot got caught in the strap of my leather valise, and instead of stepping out of the car, well, I flew out of the cart and landed flat down, face first, on the stone pathway. I... Fucking pissed. I look stupid lying there. And that was your point, huh? I mean, I had felt something was grabbing my foot as I was leaving the cart, but I thought I could just walk out of it. Huh? You were going to make sure that didn't happen. Get up, I said. Get up, you pretender. Dust yourself off and remember who you is. Take off those heels, put on a pair of flats, and come back down to earth. That revelation I just said didn't come instantly. I mean, it took a couple of minutes as I sat back down in the cart and we carried on to our room. And I, I didn't say anything to Diane. Oh, that would be embarrassing. Anyway, this was between us and it wasn't over. The back and forth was still dieseling on in our silent speed. Your shit does stink. Okay, God. All right, I know. No, you don't know. If you knew, I wouldn't have had to do what I did. I just forgot. You want to forget. I won't let you. All right. 
all right, all right, all right. Okay, look, I'm here in my room. Can I take my clothes out of my luggage? Yes, but those pants, you know, they need to be dry clean. The knees are dirty. I know, you don't know. And so it dribbled on and on and on. Well, look, this wasn't the first time you have played pranks on me. I mean, some would accuse their entire lives as a prank being played on them by you. Like I said before, your sense of humor can border on the cruel. I'm telling you this because, well, later, still thinking about your ball breaking move, well, I admit it. I started to grin, then laugh. You got me, and I deserved it, and I'm grateful that you threw me to the stones. That's fucking BS. No one likes to be thrown to the ground. But what choice do I have? What choice do any of us have? You want to make a point? You want to embarrass us? You will. I am your loyal puppet. But in my defense, luxury has a way of massaging the flesh till the ego has a hard-on that lasts way longer than four hours and calling a doctor won't help. Besides, this is not my first rodeo in the land of luxury. I am aware, and it is this awareness that caused me angst many a year in the past. I mean, one year I trumpeted, I'm not going anymore to paradise while others are suffering. Who am I to have this while so many have nothing? Now, if you just think about that, that was a jackass idea. It was a jackass idea. What the fuck would that do? Those who work at this resort, those who I call my friends, my ohana, well, their wallets would be hurting. If everyone followed my tree-hugging thinking, I would instantly be transforming my friends, a, a, a muscular swatch of working people, into a people of poverty. Look, as Jesus said, the poor will always have with you. Don't look away. Look up and know that the poor will always be a part of us. Give. Be generous. Operators are standing by. And you should be generous. We cannot change the world by being territorial or being hoarders of our blessings. Still, if you truly gave to every honorable cause, you would become a person in need yourself. Look, my father, my father, was overly generous with money he had no business loaning to his friends. He told me if he had all the money that he loaned to his friends, he would be a millionaire. You know, there is a line between helping and enabling. I mean, it's one thing to need help, but when you make it a way of life, knowing where all the free food banks are and gathering up all this free food that you don't need, hey, it's free, why should I pay for something if someone else is willing to pay? Why is it, God, there are those who look at your game, rather than play it straight up, they always look for the loopholes in life. And there is the tenant-landlord dance, I call it. When you are the tenant, you constantly complain to the landlord about what needs fixing. But when you, you go from being the tenant to being the landlord, oh, you forgot all about the plight of the tenant. Stop fucking leaving me messages to fix the leaking sink. Replace the refrigerator. Deal with the air problem. You know, to be poor one day and become wealthy and forget the days of poverty, that category of creature galls the fuck out of me. Well, it must you. I was poor, but now I have rings and bling and everything when I want it, where I want it, and whoever I want it. 
covered in sparkle, big and better. Fuck the scarlet letter. Look at me and all I have and know. You want to be one of the high above, so try. Give it a shot. Maybe luck will find you. Most likely not. Adorn me, says the flesh. Slap that and nibble on that nipple. Make my skin a wave of heat. It's all about the meat, about the meat, about the meat. I'll give you a bauble or two, but don't expect me to be washing some stranger's feet. Who are we kidding? No one, I mean, no one prays to you to please make me poor. Please, God, just give me just enough food to keep me alive. No more. Please, God, give me just enough money so I can pay some of my bills, live in a roach-infested one-room apartment, drive a car that needs a new back axle, send my kids to a school where I fear for their safety, and please, God, make sure I am a single parent with all these burdens heaped on me and me alone. Amen. Fuck that! I want what Adam and Eve had, a Garden of Eden, where all that one can eat is provided. Guaranteed. Boring. Isn't that what you said? What kind of game is that? We've chatted and chatted about this. I don't know who blinked first, the first couple or you, God, but someone did, and now no one has any guarantees. Poor today, rich forever. Huh? Poor forever. Wait a minute. Rich today, poor tomorrow. Poor today, rich tomorrow. Poor again? I mean, look, it's a crap shoot. You know, Buddha, he lived a life of riches. He woke up every day to the, the beautiful smells of foods and fine spices. He put on the finest fabric, and then he stepped out of that bubble and was immediately slapped by the stench of the real world and a constant state of suffering. And all that he saw, he distilled to, to want is to suffer. Buddha concluded that the more you want, the more you will suffer. So, duh, don't want very much. And the less you want, the happier you will be. You want water? Fine. But to want to drink water in a golden chalice? Well, that is not the way to ease the pain of life. But would it be so awful to drink out of a fine cup? I mean, us two ladies are all born-again Jewish mothers. We don't want, but... The Jewish mother comes over to her son's house and stands out in the rain. The son opens the door and sees his mother in the rain and asks her to please, Mom, come inside. What does she say? It's all right. I just, it's a little monsoon rain. I don't want to bother you. I'm already soaked anyway. Look, I just wanted to stop by and, and, and say hello. So, hello. And now I walk back the several miles back to my home in the dark and in the rain. Night, love you. See, Buddha, she didn't want, she was content with asking for nothing, huh? while filling her son with buckets full of suffering and guilt. In truth, she wants, she wants plenty, but won't say it. But it's like others do for me. It's like on the cusp of the Jewish Sabbath. Strictly speaking, you are not supposed to work, are you? So you automate everything so the lights go on, the oven is pre-warmed, was it me? I didn't turn on the lights. I didn't turn on the oven. Another loophole in your game. Someone found it. I don't need whole milk. I'm okay without that unless there happens to be some whole milk around. I don't need leather pants, but since they are on sale, I can't afford to pass up the savings. I mean, from the first moments of our newborn existence, we fill our lungs with air and we cry. I want... Ah, ah, hey, can you hear me? Ah, I want. 
we want, period. And all the insightful, soulful words are not going to bleach out of our flesh. It's not going to bleach out of our flesh. No way. No words will do that. The poor don't want to be poor, and the rich don't want to be poor. It may not be the game that you designed, but it is the one you got. But there are those whose life is a struggle. Every waking day with no hope of change. Yet they truly find joy in the not having. Those are our better angels on this earth. To stay at a luxury hotel would make them, well, uncomfortable. For me, like so many others, luxury makes us very comfortable, too comfortable. We succumb to the calling. So bless the better angels who walk among us, deaf to the I want, until they too see a chance to get what they want. And then, well, welcome to the club. Well, it's that time for a musical offering. Hopefully it's one full of riches and not one that is, well, an example of uh, creative poverty. Well, you're always the judge. Enjoy. I don't want to be You see, if you hear me gone, I'm fine with poverty. Don't care what I eat, no need for breakfast treats. Well, I'm happy to heat up and eat up any canned meats. I don't want to be living a life of luxury. What would I do with that? Well, that ain't for me. Rabbit Ears TV, you know, life is fine right here in poverty. If I were rich, I'd drive a beamer in the day and a Cadillac to party the night away. I'd fill my fridge with the best gelato and I'd eat it overlooking my Italian grotto. Stale chips and some toothpaste and a bras. I'm okay with my stained chair that I've had for years. Don't shed any tears. Then I drink bad dog beers. My dog eats whatever is on sale like me. You know what? We both are living in the lap of poverty. If I were rich, I wouldn't care what it I'd even buy organic dental floss. I'd wear tight new jeans so I'd look like the boss. And no more hand-me-downs from my friends who shop at Ross. I don't want to be rich. Don't have that itch to see. If you hear me, God, I'm fine with poverty.
Well, it's time to go to bed. Whether you're on an island or on the mainland, the body needs to rest. But I have to say, this uh, chat has been a little, well, odd without Tony here. I know, I know, Tony's a toilet, but not to me. Tony and I are together on this. We are partners. I miss his dripping. Yes, it's nice to hear the tropical sounds, but I miss my friend. I'll tell you the one thing we don't miss, God. We don't miss having to worry about bills when that day, if ever, comes. I know growing up in our house, always we're worried about paying the bills. My friend had this wonderful, I guess, game that he truly played in which he put all his bills out on the carpet and he threw a hula hoop up in the air and whatever bills landed in the hula hoop, those are the bills he paid. And the others, well, they stayed unpaid. In fact, one uh, you know, person said, hey, uh, uh, you're going to pay, pay me that money you owe me? Oh, man, man, I would love to, but you were, you were so close to being inside the hula hoop, man, but it just didn't make it this month. Well, these times are tough, and many are not going to be making it, just not this month, but many months. My heart goes out to them. As we've been talking, there'll always be those in need. tell you, I go to bed every night and I am grateful. Grateful that I have a roof over my head. Grateful that I have friends and family that love me. Grateful that I have a refrigerator with food in it. That I have heat coming out of that furnace. So, that if anything else should help put me to bed less restless thoughts. Anyway, my God.